millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, friends, to another r slash pro revenge video. If you want to help me get revenge against the YouTube algorithm, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Eccentric B. We made our neighbor look like a Satan worshipper. About four years ago, we moved to a rural area from a large city on a road that used to be a village 75 years ago. Think 10 houses on one mile of road with small acreage behind the homes. Our mail carrier likes to gossip. She knows who's paying child support, who orders adult entertainment, what political affiliation everyone is, all gleaned from the mail they get. My family's not all white. I have several adopted kids of various ethnicities, and my youngest has a genetic disease. William syndrome is mixed race and very outgoing. We had lived here about a year when I started getting lots of flat tires. I found nails sprinkled amongst the rocks of my driveway. Someone keyed my car and wrote a slur in the paint. A window was broken, and our cat went missing. The sheriff did nothing. The mail carrier, though, told me that a fellow in a house down the road was bragging to her about how he was working on getting the racial slurs out of the neighborhood. This guy was not well-liked. He was youngish, early 30s, and was suspected of selling drugs of some sort. But no one was bothered enough by him to stand up to him, especially on our behalf. According to her, the general sentiment was that people of color should stay in the city, and it was pretty obvious she felt that way too. So I sent a donation in that neighbor's name, with his address, to the Satanic Temple. The Satanic Temple is a liberal organization that's pretty cool, so I didn't mind giving them a donation. I made up some big manila envelopes with return logos with goat heads and pentacles, and had friends in different states mail them to him and ordered a small thing from him from a witchy sounding shop on Etsy. Pretty soon, the hot gossip was that this guy was a Satan worshipper which in this white conservative Christian area is thought to be shocking. I told the mail carrier that my cat was missing and people were sure it had been sacrificed. The winter, we made sure to go around and help shovel everyone's walkways. We brought cookies to the older folks at Christmas and people got used to us or at least decided that we weren't as bad as the Satan worshiper. Now and then, I still donated that guy's name to the Satanic Temple. They seem like good people. I'm just wondering if this is effective in getting that guy to stop his antics. If you moved to a place and you had a neighbor that was acting like this guy, would you rather just move? Or would you rather try to find some kind of way to retaliate? Let me know about you guys in the comments down below. Our next story is by Imaginary Broccoli 6 Snoop on my laptop? Watch this! Back when I lived with my mom, my mom had a tendency to look through my computer. I have a password lock and everything, but it still doesn't stop her from trying. One day, I opened my laptop and saw that the password had been entered incorrectly five times and stopped me from entering it for five minutes. I knew it was my mom, but what could I do? Fun fact though, I actually caught her once on my laptop. I accidentally fell asleep and she took my computer off my lap. I could hear the tapping of my keyboard and saw her there. 
So I just woke up and silently rised behind her like a ghost and gently put my hand on her shoulder. Loudest scream ever made by her. Anyways, it was becoming a nuisance of her always going on my laptop as she had no sense of privacy since I was underaged. I was already 19. I was trying to figure out ways to stop her from going on my laptop. One day, I figured it out. I was watching some drag race queens, my mom is so against drag queens, and I heard her saying she was especially disturbed by two in particular. I grinned wider than the Grinch and opened Google. I searched and searched to find the most funniest but cringiest looking photos of said drag queens, and I found it. In fact, I found eight in total to make into a slideshow wallpaper to really freak her out. The next morning, I set my laptop on the dining table as a trap. I intentionally disabled the password lock. I hid next to the pantry and waited. Soon enough, she took the bait. She opened it and she screamed, Ew, what is that? Catching her red-handed, she admitted defeat and it was victory for us all. Since then, she stopped snooping or at least attempting on my laptop, but I still keep it in close proximity of me. Want to know the queens I used? Trixie Mattel and Bob the Drag Queen. And anyone who's watched them, you can agree that to a certain point, they are quite the characters in terms of appearance. I'm gonna be honest, if I had somebody like this around me all the time trying to get on my devices, whether it's a laptop, a phone, whatever, I would probably start really yelling at this person after a few tries. Stay the choice word off my stuff. This next story is by SRG for life. So their made cousin drive an hour and backed out of the deal. We made him drive to my house and got paid less than agreed before. So about a year and some change ago, my cousin was stationed at the Air Force Base close to my house and was living with us. He is a tool shopaholic. He says things are cheaper where I live. He finds 25 rolls of 12 by 2 wire at almost 50% less than at the store. Obviously, my cousin thought it was a bargain. He made an offer and the guy accepted. We drive down an hour and this guy says he got a better offer. Naturally, my cousin gets pissed and bummed out. I told him we should totally mess with this guy. I got the same app and found the post. I made an offer for full price of the cable, which was steep. I can't remember how much exactly, but it was more than $2,000. After messaging for hours and making him drive an hour past my house, he lives south, I live north, he tells me he's at the random store where we agreed to meet. I blocked him. A few minutes later, he messages my cousin telling him the buyer backed out. Cousin makes an offer even cheaper and the guy shows up at my house, gets less than 50% and unloads the cable for him. Cousin wasn't sad anymore. I definitely don't blame OP for doing what they did. This guy was just a jerk who, when they agree to a price and then some better deal comes by, they're the type willing to flake and not commit to the deal they said okay to already. If that isn't the most worthy candidate of saying, well, screw you, dude, then I don't know who is. And our final story of the days by Big Capper 69 I went over $5,000 in court after a car accident that I caused? Okay, so just a little bit of info before I get into the story. Also, sorry, this might get a little long. I, 22-year-old male, work construction and run a few crews. And I'm a foreman because I've been working in this field since I started working summers when I was 14. That's legal in my state. But this being said, I have a lot of experience and get paid really well. For my job, I need a truck that can pull a lot of trailers and also get into a lot of sketchy job sites, especially in the winter, so I drive a new lifted pickup, F350. Anyways, let's get into it. So about 4 months ago now, I got off work one day and just really didn't feel like making dinner. 
So I decided to go get myself the trusty Big Mac at McDonald's. Well, after I got my order, I was going to pull out into the parking lot to drive home, and I was looking hard over to my left to see how busy the road was before I got over there. Well, I wasn't paying great attention to what was happening in front of me, and as I was creeping forward, someone who was in front of me was stopped and not paying attention either. I ended up barely hitting his mirror and scraping his door with my front end. I immediately reversed and hopped out. I made sure the guy was okay and apologized, knowing it was my fault, and I asked him if he wanted to call the cops. Let's call him Brent. Brent says, nah bro, we're all good. If you just give me your insurance info, I think we can get this taken care of. I was fine with that as there was no damage done to my truck, and it's not required to call the cops for an accident if it occurs in a private parking lot. This is relevant later. We exchange info, and he seems pretty cool, so I tell him to go get the damage bid and I'll just pay in cash so my insurance rates don't go up as long as he's okay with it. He says that's fine, and we both just leave and I feel like a moron, but all in all, Brent seems like a cool dude, and I just hope we can get it sorted out smoothly. About a month passes by, and I haven't heard anything from Brent or the shop I told him to go to. Honestly, I wasn't too stressed about this, because if he decided to not get it done, that's on him. Well, he calls me up one day at about noon, saying he can't remember my name and he wanted to tell the guys at the shop who sent him there because it seemed like we knew each other. I told them my name and the guys at the shop gave him a deal. Pretty sure they say this to everyone. He sends me the bid for the damages and it comes out to $2,403. This was more than I imagined, but I said to get it done and I'd take care of the bill afterward and that was that. He hung up, said it was cool, and I went on with my day as usual. Another month goes by, and I don't hear anything until Brent calls me up while I'm at work again and says, Hey brother, I just talked to the shop and they said they can't get me in for another two weeks or so, and they may end up charging me more if they find more damage. I say, okay, sounds good, just let me know man. I hope it goes smooth for you and I'm sorry for the inconvenience. He seems to take it good, and I'm really just trying to be a good person. He responds with, Well, after talking to my wife, I'm okay if you just wanted to write a check for $2,500 and we can call it even. This seemed odd to me because why the heck wouldn't someone want their vehicle repairs all paid for? I say, okay man, let's set a time and place to meet and I'll get you paid. He liked the idea and ended the call by telling me he would let me know. Yet another month passes by and I hear nothing again. At this point, I'm getting fed up and just want this situation to stop being over my head. He hits me up at 11pm one night and asks if we can meet in town. I found this kind of disrespectful because I was nearly asleep and had to be at work at 5am the next day. Either way, I said that was fine and took my $2500 cash and wrote up a quick contract saying this payment would be accepted as payment in full for the damages, and by accepting it, it would release me from any and all liability. This was a pretty fair contract, I believe, as it was the deal we had already made over the phone, just in writing. I get to the place we suggested as a meetup spot, I give him the cash, and he signs the contract without hardly even reading it, and he didn't want the copy. This was a red flag to me, but I just assumed he really didn't care about it all that much, so I just send him the photo of the contract and go back home for some beauty sleep. As you can guess by now, another freaking month goes by, With me just living life carefree and not a worry in the world about this stupid car accident, well, I go to check my mail and I have a notice from this guy's lawyer that he's suing me for not paying after wrecking his car. 
This pissed me off, but I also knew I had plenty of text messages and a contract on my side. I immediately call Brent and he blocks my number. Luckily enough, my girlfriend works for a lawyer, so I get him updated and he says he'd love to help. He lets me know I saved my butt by writing that contract, as any contract worth over $500 is to be held up in any level of court in my state. I immediately get to work on my revenge. I remember on the side of this guy's car, he had a business logo, and I took pictures of the damage, so I hop online and get to the Better Business Bureau to look up who owns this company, thinking that surely he couldn't own the business because he's such an idiot. I was wrong. This guy owns the company, and I can see that he has about 12 one-star reviews all in dispute because of his shady business practices, telling people it'll cost one thing and then charging them four times what he said it would. Sound familiar? Remember when he said the shop may charge more than the original $2,403? That's right, he was suing me for $10,000, four times what the shop told him it would cost. Unbelievable. He was trying his same sneaky crap on me. My lawyer takes note of this, and we show up to court ready for war. This guy is sleazy. As we get there and all set up, he says, You ready to give me more of daddy's money? With a smirk. I guess just because I'm young and drive a nice truck and could afford $2,500. His lawyer gets up and starts trying to say BS from me hitting and running, and Brent barely got a picture of my license plate, to I tried bullying him into taking a deal for only $2,500 when the damage was clearly more than that. There was obvious holes in his story, and he really didn't have much to say. Just imagine the smile on my face as my lawyer lays out the printouts of our text messages and the physical copy of the contract which was signed by Brent. His lawyer was ghostly white and looked sick. After laying out all of the evidence, my lawyer pulled out a little hidden gem, the printouts of all the complaints we found on the Better Business Bureau and how he was doing the same thing to me. That was the final nail in the coffin as the judge said he had seen enough. He asked Brent for any final statements and Brent said, I don't even have the $2,500 anymore. Can I just get that then and we'll be okay? Literally admitting to the judge that he had received my money and his story was just a load of horse crap. I thought his lawyer was going to strangle him. It was beautiful. The judge ended up ruling in my favor and demanding him to pay my legal fees as well as damages and lost wages because I had to miss work to be in court. The absolute sweetest part was that this particular day my crew was on a very high wage job and I was technically the one getting paid before I paid them out as subcontractors. This means I was to be paid $475 an hour and this whole ordeal took about 5 hours. He ended up having to pay me almost five grand. I don't think I've ever been so happy in my life. Honestly, OP, that is pretty darn satisfying, and this jerk deserved it. They tried to take your money and then rake you over the coals for ten more grand. This is a perfect example of why when you can, in writing or in email or however, even text message, try to cover your butt. Because by God, if it ends up in court, you got the evidence to save you. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.